then that the greatest deceiver of all time, the Antichrist at the behest of Satan, will have a sidekick who is a lying prophet. Uh, this is a great segue because into what you've done here in the book in that, again, we're, we're, we see this snapshot and, and, and what now we, we've been introduced to uh, economics about buying and mm -hmm. selling. And this is one of the, the places where uh, I love skeptics. I love people that maybe they're partial predators or whatever. That's fine. Uh, again, no, it's I, not. I, well, I mean, I don't agree with them, but I love I know them. What you mean. Okay, we'll say, you know, they're, um, I, I'm sure some of them, you know, will, will be in heaven. Of course. And uh, yeah, because they have faith in Jesus. But the fact is, that they, for this kind of stuff, it's all fulfilled. There's, this, makes, this, is, this makes nothing for them. It's been fulfilled somehow. But we, we, this is the verse that has been used by those that take a futurist approach to the Bible, to the book of Revelation, as, as evidence of a cashless society, of a digital. And, and so you talk about that in the book. And this would be a good way, kind of talk about what you, how you brought this up in the book. Because again, we're seeing a snapshot here that this is happening, but we're not giving the play by play. But what you're doing in the book is you're showing how we, the stage is being set. Oh, yeah. To bring us to that point. Yeah. So the whole idea of, of all of those books, my three most recent books, is that if the stage is being set for events that will take place in the tribulation, that means the rapture must be even closer because it happens first. So but real quick before I answer that, back to this text you just read, I just want to point out that there's a series of merisms there, small, great, rich, poor, free, slave. Those are figures of speech to, to mean everybody, yep. like the all whole categories. earth, yep. the whole earth will be uh, under this control system. Right now in the church age, the whole world is under the sway of the wicked one. It's He's the prince of the power of the air. Uh, but in the tribulation, there will be an actual physical uh, controlling uh, of them. So, uh, so yeah, I think what we see happening now is, uh, and rapidly, by the way, is technological mechanisms being put in place that will make it next to impossible for anyone to escape the control grid. Now, remember, the church, we believe, will be raptured before the great day of the Lord's wrath, the seven-year tribulation. But for those who get saved after the, the rapture and who are alive during this seven-year reign of terror, as you referenced earlier, at the midpoint, that's when things get really dicey and and believers at that time are going to need to, as Jesus said, head for the hills and hide out, and because it's they're going to start hunting you down. Yeah, it's good. It, it's going to that that gets changed. Oh, I mean, yeah. now it's it's complete genocide, not only for the Jews, right, who are fleeing, but for the Christians but as well, for the rest of her offspring, yeah. right? You know. Yeah. So, well, let's talk about that for a minute because um, we we know in uh, I'll, I'll I'll tell the story I shared in another environment earlier but i was in seattle last week yeah and i uh needed something i was walking around seattle it's been a long time since i've been there and i was like oh i need something for the for a trip and so i walked into the amazon store and i was like oh it's an amazon store oh wow i've heard about these i'd love to go in yeah. so i go in and there's a gate right there at the front and i i couldn't get in there was a there was a bar you know like you would have and i couldn't get in until i opened up my app and i had the qr code and i put it on the thing <laughs> And so I, I I walked in, and then right behind there was other people, and it, it was just amazing the timing because I turned around and I, this other lady walks in and she just put her palm, mm. not even her. I had my phone, mm. but I certainly wasn't going to imprint my palm on there. But she puts her palm on there and she walks in. Well, I was like, well, how does this work? This is interesting. And so it said on there, just get what you want, walk out. So I went in there and I got a few items, toothbrush or whatever, and and I walked out and and I got this boom. As soon as I walked out, an email comes up. Hey, here's your receipt yeah. for uh, what you bought at the store, and it took it out of my. And I was like, "Oh wow, here we are!" 
no, no registers, no cashiers. Uh, there was, there was one person that was in there that was, uh, maybe supplying some of the stuff on the, on the shelves. Other than that, didn't need to talk to them. Mm-mm. And I, as I stood there, I watched a handful of people just boom in and out. I mean, it was like, wow, this is pretty amazing. Well, then another store we went to just to get some coffee there. Like, we hand them some cash. They're like, well, we don't, we don't take cash. Uh-uh. I go, really? Like, I go, is this normal? They go, well, most of Seattle's this way. Yeah. But, and, and, and as we, we've discussed other places in China, they're already there, uh, social credit scores. But here's my, here's my point. All that to say that as Christians, we might be forced into a digital or cashless system. That doesn't mean that we are taking the mark of the beast by being forced into that because that's in the middle. But it's already here. And so as Christians, um, before the rapture, it might be full blown before we get out of here, right? Oh, yeah. I, and I think if the Lord's return doesn't happen very soon, we will be there. So uh, what you experienced in Seattle is happening in other parts of the world universally. Sweden. Yeah. yeah. It's, oh, you yeah. name it. You name it. Yeah. yeah. And so it is exactly what they're headed for. By the way, your experience at that second coffee shop just shows you that the Federal Reserve, which is a privately owned central bank, is a bunch of liars because the, the actual debt instruments that we hold in our wallet say right this on. is legal tender for all debts, private and public. Yep. Well, apparently not at that coffee shop, right? Yep, exactly. So they're lying on their own debt instruments. But uh, but yeah, we are definitely headed towards a cashless society. I, I have a whole chapter on that in the new book, and I give some quotes of people like the, the chairman of the Bank for International Settlements, the chairman of the Bank of America, others just openly saying, we want to get rid of all cash because cash is not trackable and mm-hmm. traceable. So I can, you know, give you when we're done here, uh, $20 for some uh, item that you're going to sell me and no one will be the wiser. Private, I mean, private, private secret, yeah, even. totally private, yep. black market, whatever. Right. So, but with digital, everything's trackable. And you know what's also going to be happening. And again, you know, and I'll get to the crux of your point in just a moment. But whether now or in the tribulation, what they're eventually going to get to is that through this bio digital convergence, and it wouldn't even have to be, by the way, through implants. If you walked out of that Amazon store. And had not paid for something or had not, you know, signed in with your QR code or whatever, if you tried to dash and grab and run, they can literally stop you in your tracks with digital technology. They can do something that affects your your biochemistry and causes you not to be able to move. So, again, all of this can be and I talk about this in the book, but all this can be done remotely. They don't have to send out yeah. officers. They don't have to send out paddy wagons. They can control the world, again, replicating God, because God can do that. God is all-powerful, almighty. He can do anything. Satan can't, so he needs help. Uh, and he doesn't have enough demons and you know other right. evil celestial exactly. beings to do it. Uh, he doesn't have enough human accomplices to do it. There's just not enough to cover the planet. But with technology and satellites and tracking and hacking, they can they can stop you in your tracks. But I do believe that uh, all of this is already available. They're fine tuning it. They're improving it. Uh, but they're ready. And at the flip of a switch, they can roll it out. It's called a technocracy. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, I think about, you know, the let's talk about social credit scores mm. that's happening already. Uh, what what those look like. And so I, I go in, I, I, I'm, I'm hungry. I, I need to go into the store. My, here in the case, I was in the Amazon store. I do my thing and it says, sorry, you're not qualified uh, to buy anything today. Yeah. 
until you go take something off your website or whatever, or, or I increase my credit score for crying out yeah. loud. So right now, if, if that system, just, just if the Amazon system was the only system available, Potentially, they could block me out from getting normal food, right? Oh, no question. Yeah, that's their goal. They want to completely uh, control what you can buy, when you can buy it, where you can buy it, where you can travel. Uh, and by the way, Amazon's not the only one that's using that Palm thing. Whole Foods has a similar concept. Yeah. Well, with, they're owned yeah. by Amazon, right? Oh, that's right. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah, I think we're going to see that more and more. But yeah, the, the idea here is not only... So, so they might say your social credit score failed or your, you know, your, your carbon footprint was too big, <laughs> right? Uh, whatever it might be, your health, your blood pressure is too high. You don't need any that. Talk well, about the ultimate nanny state. Well, let's you know? say I walk out and yeah. uh, because my blood pressure is too high and I'm getting a bag of chips, yeah. th that could, sorry, yeah, you're not allowed on. to buy that, no, right? No, they won't let you buy it. So, so yeah. And, 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 or what they might do is charge you more like tax, like the green taxes, right? Health tax. So health tax. So they'll say, okay. You really shouldn't be buying these chips, but if you insist, that's fine. We're going to charge you triple. Yeah. So it's all it's all controlled. It's monetized. It's controlled, uh, and it's uh, it's a frightening dystopian picture. But that's what they've been bragging about. I mean, I talk in the book about Brzezinski, uh, and 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 how back in 1971 he was painting this picture of this full spectrum global control system where these elites. Uh, and a lot of them don't even know they're part of a Luciferian yeah. agenda. They're yeah. just power hungry or, you know, money hungry and they're just evil, bad cats, you know. Mm -hmm. But it, ultimately, it's a cosmic battle. And they've been talking about this for decades with with just salivating at the notion that someday through technology, we can control everything, you know. Yeah, I mean, I, so here we are. We're. We're reading in scripture. We talked about Revelation 13, where it's giving us this snapshot of a what it's telling us here is, hey, this is the mature version of what has is is there and, and how it's being utilized in order to, you know, cause everybody small and great, as you as you mentioned, uh, not to be able to buy and, and participate in that economic system unless they worship yeah. uh, the, the mark, basically. But what we're seeing now, let, let, let's again, some of the things you bring up your book in your book, uh, what we're seeing is the stage setting for this. So this isn't uh and and you and I were discussing in a different program that you it's hard for you to keep up. Oh yeah, because you're like, oh yeah, this is good, and it's like, oh wow, I, I need I need to write this, I need to write this because the the stage setting, the the the, the infrastructure is every single day more and more oh. is being added. Yeah, and they're conditioning us uh, too. So back to the social credit scores, you know, the the kind of stuff that you can get where you get your actual credit score today used to that was hard to get i mean you had to pay a fee or you had to run a credit check now you can get it every credit card statement has it you can pay the credit karma and places you can get yep. it they're conditioning people to think in terms of what's my value and then it's just an easy transition into okay it's not about your lending and, and buying and paying your debts it's about your social credit score it's yep. about your carbon credit score it's about how much water did you use are you loving the planet enough and so and in China, as you said, they've already, they're already doing this. Yeah. So people can look and see what their store. Oh, it's, I'm not good enough to go to this place or to or buy get the, this to get the certain loan. I mean, yeah, yeah. It, this yeah. this is uh, again the, these things that we've been looking at for 30 plus years uh, that have kind of been, you know, we know the scripture says it, but have been relative conspiracy. Uh, I hope that anybody that that would be watching this that is maybe on the fence that oh, yeah. they would wake up. 
that we are seeing right here, prophecy, this, the conditions for that prophecy to be fulfilled are the infrastructure is right now, in, in some places, it's kind of already in place. Because again, they could have blocked me out of the store if they wanted. Uh, maybe I didn't have a credit card uh, signed up to my account or whatever, or, uh, you know, whatever, whatever they didn't want. And even at even if I walked out and they didn't like something, they, they would charge me anyway. Oh, sure. Yeah. And like you said, you got in by authenticating. Yep. So some program somewhere has to check yes when you showed that. Yep. It's very simple it, it for them to it, say It was a gate. Out. It did not yeah. open up right. until I walked through. Yeah. So yeah. until I put it and, and what if it's, it's simple computer programming. If, if you didn't meet the criteria, whatever they make that to be, even though you've got the right QR code, you've got an Amazon account, you, you scan it. And it doesn't open and you go, wait a minute, all of a sudden a message appears on your smartphone. Not qualified. Not qualified, right. <laughs> yep. But, you know, talking about how rapidly things are coming together, I, I've mentioned on other programs that, um, you know, this book, you know, I, I spent a year researching it after the last one came out. And I especially had to really research AI and chat GPT and some of these technologies that are so new and changing. But it was happening so fast. I would get, I subscribed to several news feeds and mm -hmm. articles just to kind of educate myself on all this. I would get stuff that that literally, if you read in the book with the citations and the bibliography at the end, the book came out September 1st, 2023. I've got citations in there. I think the most recent one is August 23rd, because even while it was in the hands of the editor, I'm getting these things. Oh, I got to put, put a paragraph this in, there. in there. Exactly. So yeah. it's just and, and of course, already I'm getting stuff that I'm thinking, oh, I wish I could Wouldn't have put that Wouldn't that be nice to re-update second edition already two weeks later? Uh, yeah, it's just amazing how rapidly things are happening. But it's it's uh, it's a scary time for sure. Well, you know, I want to I want to read here um, and then uh, maybe you could pick one that you want to talk about. Um, just your chapter titles. Uh, you hit chapter two, Luciferians in sheep's clothing. Uh, chapter three, technocratic tyranny. Chapter four, historical henchmen, lackeys, and wingmen. Uh, chapter five, you have a, on Yuval Noah Harari, a wolf in sheep's clothing. Uh, you have chapter six, artificial intelligence, science fiction, no longer. Uh, chapter seven, hacking and tracking humanity. Chapter eight, now you see it, now you don't. Uh, chapter nine, escaping the prison planet, and chapter ten, a summary and conclusion. Uh, of those, um, you know, we have a few minutes left. Uh, the I encourage people to get the book naturally. Yeah. Uh, but what what of those? What which one kind of spoke to you in 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 a, in a in a powerful way? That as you're researching, you're like, oh man, this is just powerful. Well, the my two favorite chapters are chapters five and six, and you you mentioned you've all know Harari as the title. It's actually a wolf in wolf's clothing. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. And that's, sorry. that's intentional because you know Harari he's become a household name among prophecy buffs these days, uh, but he doesn't even attempt to hide his evil machinations with a well tailored suit of wool. So he's not trying to be a sheep's clothing. He just says I'm a wolf. He's you know? calling it as it yeah, is. Yeah, and uh, and so uh, we we talk about his background, his history, and um, and it's a it's a fascinating a lot of fascinating stuff that i learned there and he's a little bit of a subtle enigma there i mean he's not like necessarily championing the cause of yeah. ai but he's not speaking against it either he sort of almost sounds like he's warning about the dangers of it but doing it in a way that he's like almost telling us what's coming mm -hmm. uh so he's certainly not advocating for the average consumer in fact he, he he advocates for ai in other aspects and limited aspects of it but he's just anti-christian anti-god he oh for he, sure he, yeah. he's just an evil guy uh, and then chapter six uh, i think my 
The, the, the section of the whole book that really moved me the most was the dialogue that I include in chapter six between uh, w- with a G- AI Jesus. So, okay, yeah. okay people are listening, they're going, what do you mean AI Jesus? <laughs> this, this has been out for a while now. And first of all, let's talk about um, let's talk about AI for a moment, because uh, AI Jesus, before we go to the Jesus part, let's talk about AI. What are the components of AI and and yeah, so there's different kinds of AI, um, but artificial know, intelligence. Artificial okay. intelligence, mm-hmm. exactly. It's basically using computers and technology to create a what's called general intelligence or artificial general intelligence. They they want this singularity where they have created mankind or something approximating mankind that is smarter than mankind that has sort of transcended mankind and so uh, artificial intelligence in and of itself is not morally bad it's morally neutral it's just whose hands is it in so ai is advancing medical causes and solving diseases that we never thought we would solve because it's able to to for example see and read uh, x-ray scans and mri scans better than the human eye it's looking and, for patterns yeah and looking for patterns yep. and and so yeah it's it's basically um when you talk about large language model text-based AI, you upload tons of data and then you give it a prompt and then it's able to basically answer the question in with remarkable accuracy. And even just in the last six months, we've yeah. seen light years of advance from November of chat GPT coming out. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, and then they had the second edition yeah. not too long after. Yeah. yeah. You know, it, it's, it's, it's almost indistinguishable now. And so now what they're working on is putting that technology inside a robot and then making that robot look like a human. So nowadays a robots are pretty, you know, simple to identify. Think of a Roomba or, or, or R2D2. You know, we go, oh, that's a robot, right? Well, you, they can now make robots look just like you and me, even down to the texture, the skin, the eyes, the hair, the expressions. And then you put inside that a chat GPT like technology. And it's really very little that it can't do. And it's now starting to feed off of itself. That's you know, you know, yeah, generating stuff from its own stuff that it generated. I mean, that's what's really spooky. It's so true. I mean, for those that, uh, you know, just think back again, we talked about this in another program is think back to Gary Kasparov playing Big Blue uh, in a chess and, uh, you know, Gary won and, and you know, it's hum- humans are the best, you know, the, and then uh, but Big Blue, that was an early form of AI where it w- it learned his strategies and it ended up beating him. And then now it's pretty much hands down because it's calculating billions at a second, you know, whatever, all the different possibilities and knows. And so uh, people need to think in terms of that AI is, is a computer program that is being it has access to data. So say, Hey, I want you to look at the, the Encyclopedia Britannica. And then I, and now you have this, I want you to be able to look at it. I want you to be able to synthesize it. I want you to be able to look for patterns. Give me all of the, the, the words that start with P that, that, that are a verb, that are a participle, whatever that are, you know, uh, in this language and whatever it, it, it looks at it. But then secondly, it's computing all this. So you got to have a computer program. You got to have data and then you got to have computing power. Yeah. So, on that, the data that it now has access to has has access to uh, phones, cameras, uh, everything, right? Yeah. So 
But then secondly, you talk about the machine learning aspect of it, that it's, as you mentioned, it's even the coding, how it's learning to code yeah. itself. Yeah. So we've had the data for a while. Uh, that was part of the rollout of social media technology that was by design. Uh, but to access the data, you had to create a program, an algorithm to go search for something. So you you had this data that you could do something with, but you had to kind of oversee data mining, they call it. Well, with AI, now it, it generates its own data mining. It's actually uh, coming up with the algorithms. It's telling you things you didn't even know to ask about, right? right? <laughs> so it's it's literally got a mind of its own. Uh -huh. And we see examples of this, like one of the examples that I use in uh, the book is the, how, the, the story of a recent U.S. Air Force simulation where an AI-enabled drone was tasked with destroying a surface-to-air missile uh, sites and 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 ended up turning on the officer that was controlling it at the computer and destroying the the building that the the guy was in. Now it was all simulation, but the guy tweeted afterwards, and and there were all kinds of stories about AI going rogue and killing its human operators. Now the Air Force walked that back and tried to change it, but you 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 can't deny the original tweet that the guy said, look, we trained the system, quote, hey, don't kill the operator. That's bad. You're going to lose points if you do that. But what does it start doing? It starts destroying the communication tower that the operator was using to communicate with the drone. So it, it's that's the kind of stuff that even unbelieving, secular, even atheistic AI scientists have started to raise the red flag and say, wait a minute, we've because, crossed a line. So because in this particular instance, the the, the AI had an objective. Mm -hmm. And now the operator, who was kind of God to him, right. the creator, the, the AI recognized, well, that guy can stop me from fulfilling my objective. Mm -hmm. Therefore, I need to get rid of the one, the only thing that can control me yeah. to do it. To get to reach my objective. To reach the objective. In other words, it thought for itself. It's like, you know, you know, if if he, he, he they took away some of its capabilities, but in order for it to reach its objective, he then had to think another layer ahead and say, well, I can just eliminate them and then I can still go forward. So it's it's got a mind of its own. I mean, they, they've done simulations now. And I talk about this in that chapter on artificial intelligence where they use an embodied AI and they have a, a room, a set kind of like your set here at Prophecy Watchers. And it's got some trash on the floor and some pillows askew and maybe an Afghan that's on the floor. And, and the prompt will be company is coming in an hour. Please get ready. That's all it says. And this robot will then pick up the trash. It, it knew knows exactly. what's trash. Yeah. It puts it in the trash receptacle. It knows to make the cushions. And they didn't train any of this. This isn't. So it, how did it know? It just knows from from data. From the data. Yeah. Yeah. So it's able to process the data. And in this case, visual. It's seen stuff. It knows, you know, it's watched movies. It's learned, yeah, it's, yeah. It's watched movies and yeah. it's learned about human behavior. Yeah. It's learned yeah. about what's normally expected. I think about my wife. Yeah. It's like somebody's coming over and, and I, you know, I wasn't really raised in a in a, in a very, uh, I don't know, civilized situation. Yeah. But so I think, what are we supposed to do? Yeah. And she exactly. goes, well, let me, let me inform you about social <laughs> customs. Well, so she, she was basically had to inform me, but the AI is looking out there and it's learning about human social customs yeah. that when somebody's coming over to visit, yeah. you need to do A, B, C, and D, which I didn't know about yeah. until I was informed. Is that? Yeah, it's exactly what it is. And so what we've seen happening with these textual text only large language models is people are just experimenting with the most bizarre prompts 
to see how it performs. And it's stunning what it's doing. It's kind of like what I did at the outset yeah, yeah, of my sh- book. Share, share that. In, in the preface, I, I don't, you know, I kind of used it as a teaser, but, uh, you know, by now most people are, are reading the book. But, you know, I start out in the preface and the first several paragraphs, I actually, and I don't tell you this until you get toward well, well, the, toward the end minute, of it. Hold on a minute, hold on a minute. Yeah. So, I, I read. Yeah. Okay. The, I'll tell you my experience. Yeah. I, I'm reading the preface and, uh, I was like, Oh, wow. Wow. This is, this is, this is good. Okay. I see where, where, where you're going with this. And then, um, I felt a little deceived and betrayed yeah, yeah. because when you realized what you just read was, yeah, go ahead. And that's exactly what I, what I amazing. said. I, and and I, when I explain it a little bit later after doing that, I say, I included my collaboration with the AI in this preface because I wanted to illustrate the intersection of AI technology and deception. So, but basically I gave, uh, or my friend Shane gave, uh, this prompt to, chat GPT. He's my technologist guy. We've had him on the program a lot. If folks uh, haven't listened to anything, anything I have on the program with Shane, you need to go back and listen to those uh, uh, podcasts because he's a cutting edge technologist, brilliant guy. But I gave uh, it this prompt, or he did, quote, your role is to be a Christian author writing an introductory chapter for your new book about the false prophet from the book of Revelation and how he might use artificial intelligence to bring about a one world system of global dominance. That was the prompt. That's it. And so we didn't upload any data. We didn't do so anything. So what did, what, what, what did, so explain then the the it has its program mm-hmm. what did it go do and where did it get it so uh with chat gpt now chain would be the better guy to ask this but depending on what service you pay for it's going to have more or less or different data but okay. it basically had a a data set of information uh from not not related to that prompt just general information and you can ask it anything and it then you know based on what it learns it's not regurgitating information it's not plagiarizing it's not like it searched the net and cut and pasted stuff. right it's thinking and creating and generating that's why it's it called, went out there and learned yeah. about what a conservative dispensation sure. or whatever future yeah. book revelation yeah. it learned it and then it it synthesized it and then output and put it out as an answer and so that's what the g stands for in chat gpt generative mm-hmm. it's generating uh data uh and so it was pretty Pretty well said. I mean, it was a little, it wasn't clunky, my, maybe a little bit. Yeah. Maybe I mean, not polished. I don't enough. think other people would have necessarily thought it was quirky, but obviously this is my book and right. I didn't want anything out there that was too disparate from what I would say or the way I would word it. So I changed it quite a bit. Probably the, it probably, 60% of the words in that opening part of the preface are from it and 40% from me. But the flow and the thought and the general idea, all of that was, was okay. AI. Okay, yeah. let me tell you where you made a mistake. <laughs> okay. What you should have said was with the philosophy and the the, the style of writing of J.B. Hickson. Well, we actually tried that. Did you try it? It would have well, you can do that now. Uh-huh. In fact, there's a story that I give in the in the one of the sections on the threats of AI. Uh, this was just a few weeks ago. Uh, a, a famous author, uh, a lady, uh, was just going on Amazon and she happened to notice that she'd written a couple of new books that were for sale on Amazon. What? And what had happened is some entrepreneurial enterprising thieves had uploaded her books to a, a chat GPT-like service asked it to write some new books, came up with new titles and everything, <laughs> put them for sale on Amazon as if they were hers. And wow. they were written in her style. They sounded like Vocabulary, her. All of her yep. fans were like, great, I got these new books. Well, she noticed it, of course, contacted Amazon. They took it down. But it's kind of a weird form of, of plagiarism. Deepfake, yeah. They were basically 
claim passing work off as hers that sounded like hers. So you can do that. We didn't do it uh, in this case. I mean, honestly, if we had, I might have been able to just take it as is yeah, as without is. even making yep. any changes. Because that, that's the there's been several things that I've seen too where they they've said write it under a 17th century style, you know, Elizabethan mm -hmm. style with this language, and and it just whoop brings yeah. it right out. So so br bringing it back here, um, you know, seeing how amazing this is. How is the false prophet and the Antichrist? I mean, how are they going to use this? Let, let's it, it, the snapshot we get in Revelation. How is it being used? Yeah. So the biggest way they're going to use it relates to deception. They are literally going to deceive the world so that you will not know if you're dealing with truth or fiction. It will be completely blurred. And and that's what some of the key founders uh, and that I cite in the book of AI and leading experts on it have sounded the alarm about. It's like we've now crossed the threshold to where AI is producing information based on AI and and we don't even we don't even know what's original. And that's why it's so important for people to have and hang on to hard copies of just about everything because they're changing dictionaries, they're changing yeah. the web. I mean it is uh, it's frightening. I, I, I give the illustration in the book of the new Mission Impossible movie and there's a scene in there that's just really shook me to the core where in the whole premise of the movie, by the way, is about an AI system going rogue, taking over the world and controlling the world with pre-crime and all kinds of other technology. Well, when they figure out what's happening, they, they, they cut to this scene where there's this massive warehouse with hundreds of people sitting at typewriters, yeah, literally rekeying in and typing in data from these books to try to save it because AI is changing everything and you're just not going to know what's real and what's not. Well, given that the goal, as we read in Revelation earlier, of the Antichrist system is to deceive the whole world, uh, when you can't distinguish between truth and reality, mm -hmm. that they, they've, they've accomplished their goal. So I think uh, the biggest thing is for folks to Stay in the word. Of course, the word is truth. Proverbs yep. 21 says we can know the certainty of the words of truth. Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. We've got to use the Bible as our only standard. Stay in it. Recognize falsehood. You, you kind of alluded to it earlier. Come to faith in Christ. If you're listening to this program and you don't know the Lord Jesus as your Savior, today's the day. Christ died for our sins. He rose from the dead. It's only by placing our faith in him that we can be born again and, and have eternal life. Yeah. There, you know, I think about uh, when all the technology, you know, in the sense of the digital, there's no more cash. It's been gone for 10 years, however long it's going to be, that they simply just put in a prompt uh, because they have it, that um, they tell the AI, okay, we want you to prevent anybody that has a Christian perspective or that is any sort of, that's un, uh, unwilling to toe the line as it relates to our new philosophy of whatever that is with the system. A limp block oh, yeah. them out. Yeah, that's what I was saying with these embodied AIs, these images of the beast. They can, they can round you up. They can stop you in your tracks. You know, Harari talks about how AI will be able to know whether a young person at age 12 or 13 is gay before they do. Remember, Harari's gay. Yeah. He talks yeah. about how he came out at 21, but he wished you to come out sooner. And he mm -hmm. said, well, with AI, we'll be able to You'll know that before you do. And he said that information how terrible will that be in the hands of a, in his words, a homophobic culture or oh, country? Sure, yep. And I, and then I follow up with that in the book by talking about, well, yeah, the same thing is true. What if AI determines you're a Christian? Yep. Uh, and then they know it. And so then they can round you all up yep. in an anti-Christian, you know, hostile that, culture. You know, this is where, when, again, when, you know, I don't plan on being there during the tribulation, but um, the fact of the matter is we know that that level of control is coming 
where they will anticipate uh, those that are not towing the line and following, uh, again, the beast system. And they will be able to, the, the command will go out yeah. to, to do this exact thing. No doubt. And yeah. they'll have the technology, that they'll have the infrastructure as well as the computing power, as well as the, the software, all the, everything it's learned, it has access to everything in the sense of the data. Like you, like you mentioned earlier, uh, getting, giving it access to the internet. That's unlimited information. Oh, yeah. yeah, no, it can really do it. And so the only question is, is how much of this will we see before the Lord calls us to meet him in the air. Uh, we know biblically, if you hold to the pre-tribulational view, which we do and Prophecy Watchers does, that we won't be here when the Antichrist sort of takes the helm. But all we know from Scripture is he's going to take the helm of this system. Uh, how much of it might already be in place, I'm beginning to think it almost all almost all of it has to be in place. Yeah, that's, that's because kind he of only thought. has seven years. Yep to accomplish the, the full spectrum planetary control. You're not going to have much time for trial runs and, you know, setups. And so he's just going to step into a fully developed system in my view. So, you know, if the Lord doesn't come back soon, we need to be aware of it. That's why I wrote the book. We need to, to be prepared for it. And of course, the final chapter is all about solutions. So let, let's, let's, let's finalize that. Was it final words for the audience? Yeah, I would say, uh, you know, First Thessalonians five six is is kind of the 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 theme verse not only for this book but for the other ones. But it says, uh, therefore, let us not sleep as others do, but let us watch and be sober. Now, Prophecy Watchers, you're all about watching. We are, yeah. Uh, and believers need to be aware of what's happening uh, so that we're not swept up in the tide of this of this you know, global technocracy that I talk about in the book. So I think, uh, you know, be aware, educate yourself, have a plan. We have a preparedness plan. The whole chapter nine in the book deals with types of things to think about, scenarios, lists, supplies, food, what you can do if you get to the point where you have to go off the grid. It can be done. I know it's hard. We're so conditioned to, to use technology. But if you think about 6,000 years of human history, people have lived with far less than what we have and, uh, and survived. So I think planning ahead, don't be caught off guard, but be ready. Yeah. Amen. Well, everybody, JB, thank you for, yeah. for being here. And uh, again, Spirit of the False Prophet, uh, I, want to, I don't want to say volume three, but part of the series, at least at, at understanding uh, where we're heading and you know, again, appreciate your prayers for what we're doing here. We're trying to keep you informed, everybody, about what's coming and what, well, not even what's coming. It's what's here. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're, we're, and it's just going to get more mature uh, as we watch. So appreciate you listening this week and uh, catch us next time.